Good evening, everyone. We are in the middle of learning about Birchas Kriyashma. We are now up to the third parasha of Shema, the, pas, the parasha of Ayomer Hashem Mamosha, the discussion of Tzitzis and Nitzias Mitzrayim. The source of this parasha is found in Bamidbar Perak Tezvav, from Pesukim Lamed Zayin to Pasuk Mem Aleph. And the Gemara explains the reason why we mention this third parasha is because there's an aspect of Tzitzis, which is remembering the mitzvos of Hashem. That's following the second parasha, which talks about accepting upon yourself the yoke of mitzvos. Now we talk about remembering the mitzvos themselves. And in addition, we also want to mention Zechariah Sisias Mitzrayim. And as we mentioned previously, some Mepharshim explained that the idea of Yisias Mitzrayim, the idea of Hashkach Hashem in the world, allows us to more seriously commit ourselves to following the mitzvos, um, as we recognize that Hashem is overwatching and looking at our actions. In terms of structure, there are two parts to this par- this parasha. The first part is the first the first two psukim of Vayomer Hashem and Dabrel B'nai Yisrael, which is a description of the commandment to wear tzitzis. The second part of this parasha talks about the purpose of the mitzvah and the result of fulfilling this mitzvah of tzitzis. Going into the details of this section, the Pesach says, Vayomer Hashem Moshe Limor. Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, first notes that normally... When the Torah talks about Hashem telling Moshe about a commandment, the Torah uses the language Vayidaber Hashem Moshe Lemor. Here, the Torah uses the word Vayomer. And first notes that the time the Torah uses the word Vayomer instead of Vayidaber is usually when there is a lesson or an event that occurred. And then Hashem responds to tell Moshe that in reaction of what occurred, something must be done. So in this context, the parish of Sitzis is reaction to the entire parish of Shlach, the Miraglim and all these other events that are mentioned in the parasha, Sitzis comes to remedy and react to the failures of, of that experience. The Torah then says, Dabar al speak to the Jewish people, the Martelayim, and say to them, and they should make for themselves these strings, on the sides of their clothes, on the corners of their clothing, they should do that for generations. Vinasanu, al and they should put on the corner of the tzitzis a, a thread that is made of tzitzis. The term tzitzis is a discussion. What is, what, it's, what is the origin of that word? Rashi explains the word tzitzis is found in a, in a pasuk in Yechaskel, which means curled hairs. And this might be a reference to the strings of the tzitzis, which are also made from multiple strings curled together. Alternatively, Rashi explains where tzitzis comes from the word tzitz, which means to see. Again, emphasizing that the point of tzitzis is for us to see them and remember the mitzvahs of Hashem. The Bhavav explains that the word tzitz denotes growth, but it's just the beginning of something that is growing, but more will be growing later on. So the tzitzis strings, which come off of the Megad, have this perception of something that is beginning to come out, um, but there's more that's going to be expressed um, later on. In time, Rehersh notes as well. If you look at the pasuk, it says "Asulam Sitzis," and then it says "Vinasnu Al Sitzis Akanaf." So the question is, do we make the Sitzis or do we put the Sitzis on the baguette? Rehersh explains that these two languages are necessary in the sense that if I just had the word "Vinasu," I would have thought that you you actually have to make the Sitzis while making the the baguette, this four cornered garment. So the Pasuk of Vinasnu tells us that you should first make the baguette, then put tzitzis on later. 
And if I just had the word Vinasnu, I wouldn't have assumed that the scissors has to be have to be so strongly attached that I have to tie them to the baguette. So the Torah says Vasu to indicate that there must be some creation or linking of the tzitzit to the begging itself for the mitzvah to be fulfilled. After just explaining what the mitzvah is, the Torah now elaborates on what's the purpose and result of fulfilling this mitzvah. The Pasuk says, It should be for you as tzitzit, so you should see them, and remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem, and then you should actually do them. And additionally, you shouldn't be looking around after the, your heart and your eyes, which are the organs which you use to follow the zona. The Rishonim and Mepharshim try to explain what is the zakhira that one is experiencing when one sees the tzitzis. Rashi explains that when one thinks about tzitzis, he's reminded of the eight strings, the five knots, which is equal to 13, and then the gematria of tzitzis is equal to 600. So if you put those numbers together, you remember 613, and this allows you to remember the 613 mitzvahs of Hashem. Uh, Rizfarno notes, based off the Gemara, that one wears tzitzis, it's symbolizing as the same way that an Evan wears a sign to show that he's belonged, he belongs to the Adon, to the Master, we were at Sisis to signify that we belong to Akash Baruch Hu. And our commitment as Avadim to Hashem is fulfilling the mitzvahs. The Babam notes that the word Uschartem doesn't just mean to remember, but also could mean Lahaskir, to actually recite, which may be a reference, a remez, to the fact that we should recite this parsha as part of the mitzvah of Kriyashma. The Torah says, aside from remembering the mitzvahs, you should not veer the Torah uses the word losasuru. And our first notes that this word is also used to explain what it means to be a spy. Uh, Miraglim, the Miraglim were Torim, they would look around. And our first explains that the nature of tour, of the word tour, means more than just evaluating or looking at things. It means comparing something to see if it's good or bad. And the issue of being losa, of sasuru acherei lavchem acherei nichem is that one is evaluating something, if it's good or bad, according to what his internal feelings and emotions are, but he doesn't consider what Hashem wants. And that method of evaluation is very problematic because it can lead to actual sin, because he's only focusing on his subjective self and, and needs um, according to what he views as correct, but not following some objective sense of truth. The Torah considers the ayin and the lave as agents of sin. Rashi explains that the way this works, the way sin is conducted, is that first the eye sees, the heart processes the information, and then that causes a person to actually sin. That's why we're saying one should not follow his eyes and heart, because those things, those organs, enable one and cause a person to actually do the sin itself. The Bhavan notes, however, that the Torah, if you look at how the Torah presents this progression, it's first leave and then ayin. Which is interesting because you would think first the eye processes the information, then, then the lay, the mind, interprets that information. But the Babam notes the first thing that goes that, that is affected and the cause of sin is the lay. The reason for that is because if a person is focused on Ruchnius, then even if he sees something that is inappropriate or could cause him to sin, it won't have an impact on him because he's, his, his mind is not primed 
for Gashmias, for, for physicality and sin. It's only when your lave is not focused on Ruchmias. That's when it's susceptible to being able to receive the information and then acting upon it to, to do an Avera. According to this understanding, it seems to be the eye and lave are referring to organs which cause a sin that has to do with physicality. The Rabbana, however, understands the word zonim to be referring not to zus in the sense of some physical avera, but a spiritual avera of avodazar, which is betrayal of Akash Baruch Hu. And that's the reason why the Torah uses the word ashartem zonim achariem. You use them to, to become, to go after the zona, which is in this context the spiritual zona of avodazar. The Svarno, however, understands that the sins that we're talking about is not necessarily spiritual sins. And they're connected distinct specifically to the eye and the, and the lave. And he explains that the sin of the lave is covening money, kavod, and the sin of the lave, of the eye and the eye is taiva, which the eye sees and then desires. And that's what he explains as zonim achrehem. He understands the word zonim means like distracted. When a person thinks about money or, or, or taiva, that distracts a person from his seichel. And that ultimately leads to his ultimate um, demise. So now after we talked about the mitzvah of tzitzis and remembering the mitzvahs and using the tzitzis to avoid being distracted to do sin, the Torah almost re- again repeats itself. And it says, Leman tizkru, so that you should remember, and you should do all my mitzvahs, and you should be holy to your God. Again, the Mepharshim tried to explain what's the point of this repetition. Refresh notes that the repetition is to emphasize a heightened level of awareness of Akash Baruch Hu. The first time the Torah talks about remembering the mitzvot, that's in context of seeing the tzitzis. Now, after you've thought about tzitzis and internalized that truth, you don't now need tzitzis to remember the mitzvot Hashem. Laman Tiskiru, even without the tzitzis, you still remember Hashem. And with that heightened awareness, the Torah describes this relationship as one who's doing my mitzvos, mitzvosai, which connotes a relationship, a closer relationship between Hashem and man, and as well as the fact that these people are now kiddoshim, they have been able to transcend the physicality and totally consecrate their bodies to the service of Akash Baruch Hu. The Svarno also understands that there's a heightened level of awareness with Akash Baruch Hu, but he sees it as a progression, in the sense that once the tzitzis comes to clear one's mind from thinking about money or taivos, the issues of the lave and the ayin, now you can have a new haskar, a new focus of thinking about the Torah, recognizing the chesed Hashem and Hashem's greatness. This understanding will help you now do mitzvah soi, which again denotes a closer relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Svarno says, not only, not only do you do the mitzvahs, but you do them with the full emotional spectrum of ava and ira. There's a real connection, a deeper connection when one does the mitzvahs. And this allows a person to attain Kiddusha, in the words of the, the idea of the Svarno, that's the idea of Nitzchios, and that allows one to have a deeper and more in, essential connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The last Pasuk of this section emphasizes the idea of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Ani Hashem Elkeichem, I am Hashem Regad, Asher Yitzhiyas Yitzchem Me'eret Mitzrayim, who took you out of the land of Egypt, Be'os Lachem Le'lokim, to make, to be for you a God. Ani Hashem Elkeichem, I am Hashem Regad. And the Mepharshim try, uh, try to grapple why is this discussion of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in the context of Sitzis. Rashi seems to understand that this entire 
Pasuk is to emphasize the need and requirement for one to do mitzvahs. When we say, Ani Hashem Elokeichem, I am Hashem your God, the two different names of Hashem represent two different interactions Hashem has with us when we do mitzvahs or do averos. Ani Hashem, Rashi says, Hashem gives reward to those who do mitzvahs. And Elokeichem is an idea of Midas Adin, meaning Hashem will punish those who don't do the mitzvahs. When we say, Asher Tzaisi, Rashi says, that's like a Tanai. The entire reason why we came out of Mitzrayim was in order to do the mitzvos, and that's the function of tzitzis, and that's really the general idea of being required to do the to do the mitzvos of Hashem. And when we conclude, Ani Hashem Elkechem, we're saying Hashem demands of us to do the mitzvos irrespective of the reward. If one decides and says to Hashem, "I don't want the reward," I don't, and therefore I don't want to do mitzvos, Hashem says, "You still have to do it because I'm I'm your God. I'm I'm in charge." And you are required required to do the mitzvahs of Hashem. So for Rashi, it sounds like we're saying that there is a requirement that this pasuk is to emphasize the need to do mitzvahs. Similarly, the Malbim adds Ani Hashem Elokeichem follows from the idea of Yitzias Mitzrayim to emphasize that even if one is in exile after Hashem took us out, we still have to follow and commit ourselves to do the mitzvahs. Again, emphasizing the point that this pasuk and is really emphasizing the theme of the parsha of Sitzis, the idea of being committing oneself to, to Mitzvah Hashem. The Svarno has a different take on this, and he understands that this last Pasuk is really a follow-up of the previous Pasuk, where one has already attained this high level of connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this Pasuk kind of reaffirms that truth. We say, Ani Hashem Elokeichem. Hashem is our God. We have a close association with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that is essentially the entire goal of the Tietz Mitzrayim, that Hashem brought us out, Lios Lachem Lelokim, to be for us a God where we could have a direct connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's precisely because we are Kiddoshim, as the previous Pasuk said, we're Nitzchi, we have this eternal spiritual connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that really is the manifestation of Mitzvah Tzitzis, which allows us to attain this close connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So just to put all these different ideas into context as a summary, we first, in the first section of this parasha, we mention a description of wearing sitzis. They should be at the corners of one's garment, and they should be tchelis as well. We then, on the second section, elaborate on the purpose and the result of performing this mitzvah. The first pasuk says in this subsection, V'aylechem l'tzitzis, and you should see them, Remember the mitzvah Hashem through the gematria of the strings and the knots, as well as well as the name of sitzis, and then you'll do the mitzvos. And not only won't you, will you do the mitzvos, you also won't be straying after your heart and your eyes, following physicality, certain taivos for money, for for physica, physical uh, desires, or even a zara. And when a person internalizes this idea of Sitzis and remembers Mitzvah Hashem, he's able to now go to an even higher level of connection to Hashem Baruch Hu, and that's the second Pasuk of the subsection, the Man Tizkuru. You'll remember Hashem without even having the Sitzis because you're at this high level of connection to Hashem, and you'll be able to express and, uh, and dedicate yourself. And that's an expression of Kedusha. Alternatively, as the Sfarno emphasizes, you'll be able to now Vasisemes Kol Mitzvah this Hidden level of connection to Hashem after removing the thoughts of physical physicality and desires for money and physical physical things, 
you'll now be able to focus on Hashem and serve Hashem properly, but not just doing the mitzvos, but also doing the mitzvos with a connection with Hashem through Ava and Yira. And that allow that will allow you to become kedoshim, nitzchiyim, eternal entities connected to a Baruch Hu. And ultimately, as the last pasuk of this section mentions, that's the ultimate goal why Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, to have that direct interaction with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Alternatively, the entire focus of this last pasuk is to again reiterate that Hashem is going to be Mishalim Schar to those who do mitzvos and punish those who don't. That's the entire reason why Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. And ultimately we conclude, Hashem is our God, and we have to do the mitzvos, even if we're in Gullus, even if we don't want to, and we don't want the reward. Ultimately, we have to do it because we have this relationship, and Hashem commands us to do the mitzvos. So, putting it all into perspective of Kriyashma, we first were Mekabah Olach Hoshemaim, then we accepted upon ourselves the responsibility to do the mitzvos and recognize the consequences if one doesn't do the mitzvos. And now in this section, we finally recognize a added element of accepting to do the mitzvos, and that is remembering all the mitzvos. It's interesting to note in light of the Sfarno's comment that when one thinks about tzitzis and doing the mitzvos, that allows him to attain a heightened level of connection to HaKadosh Baruch where one is able to fulfill the mitzvos via Av of Yira, it's almost as if there's a full circle that's being developed. The Gemara on Brachos Daf, the Gimbal of Aleph, quotes an opinion that says the, a person, when reciting Shema, is required to have Kavana for not just Shema Yisrael Shema Kinechemachan, but also for the Pasuk on behalf of Shema Lokachan. And Tosos thinks, and he explain, they explain the reason why you have to have Kavana for the second Pasuk is because you, in order to have Kavos Amalcha Shemaim, you have to also have it with Ahavoso the Yiraso. And Rav Shechem would explain to us that even though the t- Pasuk is only referring to Avas Hashem, the Rabbim writes that when a person experiences Avas Hashem, there's this onag recoil to also the awareness and of awe of HaKadosh Baruch because they go hand in hand. And in light of the Sfarno's comment that when one has a deeper connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's able to do mitzvah soi, my commandments, have that awareness of Hashem. He does the mitzvahs not just out of duty, but out of a full, the full spectrum of emotions of Ava and Yira. In many ways, while we start talking about the idea of Kabbalah, Amal Chashmah, and the ideas of accepting to do the mitzvos, when we put them into practice and, and internalize them in our own lives, it reverberates into our personality so much that we actually now can develop for ourselves the feelings of Ava and Yira and, and better be Kabbalah, Amal through the fulfillment of the mitzvos. And that may ultimately be, ultimately be an explanation for the reason why we mentioned Parashat Sitzis, because after mentioning Shema Yisrael Hashem Al the rest of the of the Kriya of, of Kriya Shema is all appears an explanation of how to attain proper Kabbalah on the Choshemayim. Ultimately, when we do the mitzvos and we internalize them and do them properly, that will allow us to have a more complete acceptance of the Malchus Hashem in our own lives.